IVM TFG Football is an IVM production and you can also check out their other awesome shows like Simplified a show that explains intense topic from around the world and simplifies it for you so that you can up your cooler in front of your friends You're listening to TFG Football Hello and welcome everyone to a brand new episode of the TFG Indian Football Podcast. The finals has been decided between the two players that is uh, England. Now that was a surprise package there. England beat Brazil to enter the finals and along with that Spain beat Mali. Challenge you at the game against Brazil. What was the atmosphere? The favorites, oh, one of the favorites well. to go through the final. <laughs> you know, just they yeah, were outclassed, well. they were out you know they were done in every department out done in every department you know england just you know yeah yeah they were out maneuvered man they just yeah. didn't turn up uh, everybody else turned up like 64000 people turned up to see them play uh, even the england coach was joking about how like i, I think i think he's taken it to his heart uh, on their biggest match everybody was supporting brazil uh, but it it just she, she just did not see that fight from Brazil at all like the urgency was missing England just kept their shape and they never looked in trouble and i just don't know exactly why the fight that brazil showed against uh, germany was completely missing uh, from this game uh, it just it just was a very it's a disappointing disappointing game uh, in a, in a lot of ways but yeah it it props to england they uh, they did it they neutralized brazil and they took the match Yeah. and and what a what a hat trick from Brewster. Yeah, he's on a roll. I think he's one of the top scorers now and uh rightly so uh the assists that he's got from uh, his team players. I think uh he deserves a yeah. lot of credit for for the, that great teamwork uh, leading to those three goals. And uh it, it's kind of surprising that uh you know it's at the stage where Brazil have shown the best of the best comebacks and you know the the strongest of the sides uh, they they've uh, taken over and reached the semi finals and then in the semi finals you see them crumble so much that's the, that's just pressure that gets to you at times and uh, england were able to handle that pressure very well and uh, that I, i don't know man it, it it fits pressure because they were under pressure against brazil brazil were doing pretty well they went into the half time with the lead but in the second half Brazil just came out fighting they they did their work and uh, and it paid off but again like after after going like uh, England were 2-1 up okay in the in the half time uh, and then in the second half they just tried to slow the game down as as they would do you know it was it was a semi Mourinho kind of a situation that they were trying to pull there they just wanted to uh, if, if Brazil had the ball they did not disturb it if they themselves had the ball they just kept kept it long enough uh, to like sort of uh, you know pass the time they uh, just they were just looking for chances but not as uh, urgently as the first half but brazil just did not show that urgency like when they had the ball they passed it around the, amongst themselves they tried to uh, you know reach the midfield and uh, england were completely like out outnumbering them in the midfield and trying to like just just block every path like even the attacking midfielders had turned defensive midfielders to their credit but but what i mean brazil just did not do i mean where was that plan coming from the coach Yeah. like against against germany uh, he came up with a plan that completely uh, you know changed the game what was he doing this time did he just completely not manage to read the game at all 
it just it was frustrating to watch the second half Yeah I I think uh, you have to give credit to all to um, England because you know all the while they were considered you know those games the, that they won were a kind of you know on on the luckier side but then the goals did not stop coming and then they didn't disappoint even in the semi finals the 3-1 is a massive scoreline even in the semi finals and that work is Brazil so all, all great uh, work done by the coach uh, uh Coop, Mr Cooper there and uh yeah, I believe uh, we can hear from the coach himself uh, England coach yeah let's hear him talk yeah I mean, we scored three goals uh it was a wonderful team to cover the whole tournament it's a really strong strong team we would have liked the ball a bit more in the first half that's probably our style of play but it's it's not always uh, as easy for that to happen particularly when you play world cup semi finals big occasion against a really good team So there was a little bit of a, a fight for possession. I think first 20-30 minutes of that, if I'm being honest, with the Brazil had too much of the ball and wanted more of it. Um, but we eventually we settled. We got our position right on the pitch, and as soon as we did, um, I, I, I thought that we um, managed the game really well. We took our chance to score three goals, and uh, worthy winners overall. Peace. Congratulations for the performance. Uh, best question. Of course, you have to be positive about this game. But did you expect this game to go three-one in your favor? That's the first question. And the second thing is that how do you assess the performance uh, for your boys today? I, I I really believe in our players, and I, and I really think that whoever we play against, we can be a match to be better than, than, than the opposition. Uh, but we have to work hard for that. It's not easy, you know. These boys, as they get through their career, they play more top games. They'll appreciate and realise that even more. So there were times today where we really had to work the game out. We really had to understand uh, about momentum. We needed to understand about what we needed to do on the pitch, what we needed to adapt. We'll never change our style. We'll never change our way. Um, we believe in it, but. Um, But ultimately, we we got through that, and um, you're not going to control the semi-final all the way through. And, um, I was really pleased with us recognizing what needed to change. They made the changes on the pitch, some tweaks of position here. Because of that, I thought we were, um, I wouldn't say comfortable because it was never going to be, but we we knew what we were doing and we knew what we wanted to achieve. So, um, so we're just really pleased with the performance. Really pleased with the boys, the character, the mentality uh, they showed tonight. Um, hard, so you know, really proud. Oh, coach! Uh, towards the end of 2014, you uh, the FA also had England DNA project, and three years on, you had a remarkable success in pretty much every age group tournament you played. So, do you think it's right to credit that with what you've done this year, what the England team has done this year, the project? We're 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 a part of the DNA process. There's no no doubt about that. And I've said, I think I said yesterday. Uh, we're one of many of the teams that are trying to do the same thing, and a part of uh, a bigger picture, a bigger plan. So, um, yeah, they, they go hand in hand. But what we're doing is, is also fantastic on the air, uh, but it's part of the greater good. It's part of, of what, it, what we want it to look like at the end, and that's that's winning uh, World Cups at senior level and European Championships at senior level. Um, in that process, these events are vital. Vital that we do really well. Vital that we learn from it. And, and so far, so so good with that. You know, we're obviously going to play the final now, and uh, you know, this is twofold. We want to be successful as we can in this tournament, but we want to make sure it's a good learning opportunity that the players get back on the plane, they go back to to England, 
They're much better footballers, much better people, and much better England players for it. Hey coach, congratulations on the win. Uh, yesterday you have commented that it is going to be the biggest game for your team in the tournament. So do you believe the biggest game was the best for your team or the best is yet to come? Well I hope the best is yet to come. Yeah, as you said to the boys before, for every knockout game really, there isn't a bigger game that they can play uh, in their career, their age, than a World Cup knockout game. Uh, and obviously they're going to go and play the ultimate game now, World Cup Final, which is fantastic, fantastic for the country, fantastic for this amazing recognition of what the clubs are doing, the academies are doing back in England, what we're trying to do with the DNA at the St George's Park. And so, yeah, it's part of a, a, of a, a long-term process. Um, we're, we're just going to enjoy the moment, we're going to you know, take stock, you know, we need to stick to the plan and, get preparation started and recover properly tomorrow with the boys and um, no, no doubt we'll, um, we'll come back here ready to go again in a few days and maybe the crowd might get behind us. <laughs> <laughs> That's a joke by the way. It's nice to see an English here. Yeah. I think it's the only one. <laughs> Skip congratulations. Skip two questions. One is uh, from me. Just one question. We have any questions? Uh, Steve. From being on the score sheet against Ipswich Town and back-to-back hat-tricks in a World Cup, how do you describe uh, Real Booster's development process so far? It's an amazing achievement to score a hat-trick in a quarter-final and their, um, the semi-final is... Um, I'm not normally one to talk about individuals, but to do that, it, it, it needs a special mention. There's no doubt about that. And he deserves it and the team deserves it. I mean, if you'd seen the boys together in the dressing room, the way we are speaking to the, to the rest of the team about the service that he's getting. And you can also see, it's, it's not just about Reem's goals, it's about it's the effort that he puts in for the team. You know, we, we want to win the ball back as quick as we can, we want to press, and that starts with the number nine. Reem's, um, you know, he is a goal scorer, but he's, he's more than that. Fantastic character. He, he will be the first to tell you, he's part of the team. You know, and um, he's, nobody, none of us are after individual glory. It's all about playing for your country, representing your country, and uh, doing it together. This feeling is just pride, um, satisfaction because we did it in the way that we want to do it, the way that we scored the goals, the way that we built our way through. We had to fight for that moment because of what I said before about momentum to the game and dog, trying to dominate possession when you've got a team who, who equally is um, dangerous. So, really proud of the result, really proud of the performance, and, and that's really the message after the game, you know, and um, we don't say too much to the players after the game because international football allows you time in the days after to, to go through stuff in a bit more detail. But, um, but yeah, just, you know, just make, you know, reminding them of who they're doing it for and who they're representing and, and, and allowing them to, to enjoy the moment. What do we know about the homework? Before starting of the tournament, you get touch with Chris Stoich, uh, Stephen Constantine, with the coach for coaching uh, here. Uh, during the tournament, have you any touch with them? Uh, and any message from Southgate? Uh, Stephen Constantine. Stephen Constantine, or as they always do, the Indian, the British coach, coaching India. Uh, any message from Southgate? Yeah, it's both. So, Stephen Constantine. Um, um, yeah, so I speak to regularly, yeah, we, we become friends. Um, 
and uh, he texted me a couple of times today, texted me back, I congratulated him as well for the wonderful achievement um, a few weeks ago, feels about three months ago, but <laughs> a couple of weeks ago, excellent achievement for, for him and his team, well done to you guys, I'm sure you enjoyed that. And Gareth, yeah, and, and, and all of the national coaches back in, uh, back in England, uh, Matt Croft and Dan Ashworth, the senior management team, um, always in contact. We're, we're together, we're, you know, we're, we're, we have a team here, but we're a team of coaches as well, and we're all trying to do our best for, um, for what we're trying to achieve at St. George's Park with the, with the England teams. It's a very much joint approach from start at under 15 all the way through to the senior team with Gareth. Congratulations. Thank you. Uh, we can share your strategy that killed Brazil. What was the strategy of England today that killed Brazil? I think first and foremost was, was to uh, play our way. And I think you've seen that now in every game that we've played. So uh, it's quite identifiable that we very much want to play with the football. We want to play uh, with purpose. We want to dominate possession. But we, we, we want to play, play forward. Uh, when we have got the ball, we want to, to get the ball back as quick as we can. Sometimes you have to wait a little bit before that can happen. Um, so that is always our plan. Yeah, I think any, any good team, any good organisation, they stick to the plan and they stick to, to what they believe in. And tonight was just another example um, of that. There's many, many aspects to, to a good performance. There's obviously the technical and tactical side of it and the positioning of the team and he's a danger and that's a danger. But it's also about mentality and personality game understanding and uh, particularly with these young boys, you know, and uh, uh, so there was, there was many parts of the game plan that we were um, we were pleased with. Of course, we we'll always want more. That's my mentality, that's the, um, the, the mentality that we're, um, we've, we've adopted in England teams. Um, but it's also good to, to you know, say well done to the boys as well when they play like they did tonight. Do you expect the kind of mixed surrender from Brazil in the second half? Especially down by 2-1, there is no sense of urgency from Japan. I just think compliments to our boys for that. Um, I just thought we, you know, our positioning in the second half was, was excellent. Um, kept the ball really well, managed our way up the pitch. Uh, when we didn't have it, we were a really um, good defensive block. We couldn't, we couldn't let them get, get through. I mean, I have to say, when you bring up Brazil, I have loads of respect for the coach, Carlos. He's an outstanding man. Got to know him over the last uh, few years. We don't speak the same language, but I know we have a, a good relationship through interpreters and things like that. He's very gracious in, in, in the feed. I'll make a point to go to the hotel later. Uh, and uh, he should be really proud of his team and the way they play and what, what they give at this tournament you know, to reach a semi-final of the World Cup. Uh, you know, it's uh, an achievement in itself. The big, the big respect for each other the way they learn about the business. Now, I get two more questions here. Coach, congratulations. The applause that free foreign received from the crowd in 60,000 odd spectators, they applauded when the foreign came out. So, that speaks volumes about his role in playing in this England team. So, what are we going to say about his performance all throughout this tournament so far? Yeah, it was good to see Phil get a um, a round of applause from 60,000 Brazil fans. I think they, I think they appreciate. I can see that the, the supporters here in every game that we play they appreciate his good playing, good players. Um, and uh, when he come off, yeah, it was a nice moment for for him. 
Um, but that hasn't been the first time that that has happened. You know, what players have come off the show appreciation for, for good effort, for good play. So, um, so yeah, you know, he's, um, he gives all his time to make a difference in the game. He normally does. Uh, but uh, there are lots of players that uh, made a difference as well. I mean, the, the, our, our defending all of the games was, was excellent. I'm so proud of the boys. Uh, the tournament we've seen that Brazil have been adventurous and uh, what we saw today that you are wiser overlapping for the second goal session you are overlapped and then you put the ball in is that something you figure out do you, do you know overlapped to the flanks do you sense that they would play high equipment so that you would hit them no I think when you play against a team like Brazil there was we thought there was two main ways of scoring tonight they got in transition we thought we could attack quickly um, we might get to the other back line as quick as we can uh, if not, we had to be patient. They get together before the space was down the sides from crossing areas. So, to score three goals from something that we planned was, um, was really, really pleasing. And that, that again is recognition of the boys, uh, realizing how to, how to score, where the, where the space is, making good, good decisions. And, um, you know, we made some substitutions to Neil Smith Road, made the third goal by getting into that area as well. So, um, yeah, you know, without repeating myself, just really pleased with so many aspects. But the, the character, the mentality, and the understanding of the game from the players today was a really good level, way beyond the age. All right, that was some great words from there. Uh, he definitely sounded happy and uh, <laughs> more or less, uh, you know, this is a content manager. Uh, coming into the finals of the under 17 uh, world cup so that is a definitely great match up in the in the finals uh, they will be meeting spain uh, that matches at 8 o'clock uh, the same salt lake stadium i think the, they they've made it home by now england and uh, in the at the semi final uh, that's between uh, spain and mali uh, spain did run out winners uh, 3-1 again the score line there we will talk about more on that game on the other side of the break we're from the Daily Pow, a Bombay-specific food and culture website, and we have a weekly podcast called The Podcast. That's Pow with an O, not with a V. Why is it with an O and not with a V when most people spell Pow with a V? Because it's Pow, not Powerful. And you know some people also spell it with a U. Like Pow, 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 like Pow Lagu. Yeah, like Pow Lagu, so weird. To listen to more of us and what we have to say about the city and its culture and its food, uh, listen to the Powdcast every week on IVM Podcasts. Alright guys, welcome back after the break and uh, here we are talking about the other semi-final uh, that had uh, Spain as the winners, uh, they ran... They they ran over Mali, I must say, because, you know, 3-1 is a great scoreline. Uh, yes, Mali can complain about that one goal that they, they can say it was disallowed. But again, we do not have the video technology. We do not have the goal line technology as of now. Uh, that shot, that stinger from uh, the Kure, had almost like 30, 35 yards. He took a shot. Uh, it, it, that, that, at that point of time, it was 2-0 uh, to Spain. And uh, it, it could have... Uh, change things but then again uh, Spain were the better side yesterday and uh, they prove why they are the European champions uh, making uh, the finals uh, of the under 17 World Cup Chiranjit uh, did you get time to watch that game of the highlights or something yeah I got the highlights later on uh, Mali were bringing it uh, in terms of the physical game uh, but Spain were just so composed so well uh, organized and they just kept their shape and they just 
it, it was like i wouldn't call it clockwork because that has uh, negative connotations but structurally they were so perfect they just wanted uh, you know that the passes were measured uh, they were accurate they were uh, trying to make uh, chances and taking full advantage of it and that's that's what in the end uh, you know makes a difference uh, yeah the goal was not given that was a bummer uh, but i don't really think even if uh, that goal was given mali would have made a comeback in this match because just the kind of control that spain exuberated uh, it it was a very different thing to see uh, and uh, yeah it's it's going to be it's it's a game of control you know i i there is there is one negative thing that came out of this match here i mean i saw england play and i saw spain play and uh, i think the the match just potentially reminds me of the 2010 uh, world cup final between italy and france again another uh, you know the, the last time we had a uh, all european final mm-hmm. dude dude i fell asleep during that match <laughs> okay i fell asleep it was like so measured so composed and stuff like nobody wanted to make any mistake as uh, you see european teams play uh, i i i think towards the half time i uh, fell asleep and i just uh, came came back up uh, you know uh, right in time time for the most interesting thing that happened was the head butting incident you know uh, so <laughs> that that's what that's what that match is known for you you forget who the hell scored what goal but yeah that that's what you remember it for because that was the one spontaneous moment that came out of that match and i am i'm scared that it might happen again like in salt lake stadium and you you saw how the crowd reacted uh, to to like a european control over the game uh, in kolkata they were the the crowd simply died man mm-hmm. like everybody was bored you know even even in the press box people just started uh, you know uh, just just having the random discussions about East Bengal and Mohan Bagan and uh, like what Datu Winsor has said like by the way like that that is something uh, that has come out on extra time he said there will be a uh, you know a unification of leagues uh, uh, next season uh, i don't know if if that was a declaration from the afc general secretary but, or or a expression of hope but we'll look into that in the future episodes but like you see you see like suddenly that that statement seems so much more interesting than this this match and that that's what that was the case even in uh, mumbai you could hear uh, people chanting mali mali even the spain were the better team and and you don't really feel anything for a for a like lesser known african uh, team team like mali but you would you would feel some affinity with spain because uh, we've seen them play so much at such a high level yeah but the crowd was backing mali why because because they were the more interesting team like we indians we like we like creativity we like spontaneity we like action we don't like mathematics man on the other <laughs> uh, thing all the, all the it may do us good like if if india needs to like go forward you know we can we can emulate uh, latin america or africa uh, european style is maybe the best thing that can help us out but but even when india plays it looks so much more interesting than uh, than this kind of gameplay man hmm. uh, yeah it it was good uh, it was uh, brilliant it 
you know such an attacking side they they kept the head down they they knew you know uh, making mistakes I, even at 3-1 can lead to disaster situation but uh, uh, great credit to them uh, so that makes a great final to watch uh, the, that uh, obviously before that will be the third place the that place match between uh, both the losing semi finals that's Brazil. yeah i mean that that is suddenly the third place match seems more interesting to me than the final for some reason man Maybe because I'm partial to Brazil, but a Latin American versus African game is is it it has masala. But you know that England and Spain will just 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 go down, dig down, and not try to make a mistake and and just uh, try to keep their shape as much as possible. It will be like a chess match or a staring contest, and you'll just have to wait for who blinks. That that's how it's going to be. But but Brazil versus Mali is going to be action packed. Both teams will go all out because. they have lost everything anyway so there's nothing else left to lose so they'll put on a show they will go for whatever glory they can go for so that's that's what it's going to be it's saturday it's going to be explosive but not the final uh, it's going to be the third place match yeah. uh, which is which is very very ironic for a <laughs> world cup uh, finale situation All right, all right. So that was uh, the end of uh, today's show. If you're listening to us on YouTube, do not forget to like, share, subscribe, and do comment uh, and on whatever topics we spoke on. Uh, you can also download the IVM podcast app, which is available on Android and iOS. The the podcast is also available on major podcasting apps like SoundCloud, iTunes, etc. We will get you more topics to talk on. We we will come back to you tomorrow. Till then, take care. See you. was Tantrik Steve from Hansraj College Delhi performing at IIT Bombay's Mood Indigo. Just like them there's a lot of new talent and art coming out of colleges all across India but unfortunately most of this goes completely unnoticed or ignored. To fix this we started atkt.in. Hi, I'm Ankur. I'm a musician and a rapper and I found that one of the best things about being an artist myself is finding new talent. Through atkt.in Tanya my colleague who's a dancer and our whole team really is putting all of our efforts into discovering and promoting all the coolest talent that's coming out of colleges all across India and this goes up on our website our social media TV radio and now of course this podcast with IVM make sure you go to our website support the talent with your likes your shares your comments all of that really matters go ahead check it out atkt.in उनका सब या फिर डाउनलोड करो उनका एप सब आपकी उंगलियों पर